welcome to Two Dudes Podcast, or should I say Ashton and Lacey's Podcast. And make sure you stay tuned and have an awesome day. Thank you. Before you answered the phone, because I hit record, like... Because I thought you were going to call, and then you didn't for, like, a minute. So I was sitting here, I was like, hello, Lacey. (laughs) I'm just by myself here. And I just kept doing that until you called. (laughs) Okay. So I feel like you've told your version of the story um, a few times, and we've, like, told it on our website in, like, a really easy way. As I've been thinking about it, I've been thinking about, like, on that podcast, obviously I can't even talk today, but on the podcast you were on before where you, and the write-up that we had in our bio that was like, um, yeah, we just It started with these, a dream or it started with yeah, a picture. We like, there were these pictures and we were like, you should put them on shirts. And it was like, okay, then we did. And that is what we did, but it was like the push behind it, but not the logistics behind it. Yes. So it really and it did I- start with because I don't know if other people have listened to that podcast, but I would like draw at work in the summer, just like literally doodle at my summer job, and I sent it into our family group text, and you responded and said, "Dude, let's put those on a T-shirt." And that is how the yes. ball was rolling because it wasn't like me and you had talked beforehand. Like, we want to run a business together. We want to sell T-shirts. Like, we want to yes. create Oak and Opal. Like, we had – we didn't ever know that was something we wanted to do until that happened. And you literally sent me a text and said, let's start a T-shirt company. And that's how it started. It, the Not how it started because there was yeah. so much more, but it's how the idea yes. got started. But there's well, lots of logistics then – beyond that, that we've never really talked about. For sure. And it doesn't matter what the idea is or how something happens. It always starts as like, or in my experience, it starts as like a throwaway thing. Mm -hmm. Like I saw your text and was like, oh, we could sell those. But then it isn't like in my head, I'm like constructing a business plan or something, which by the way, is something we never did. No. But it isn't that. It just like that planted this seed. And and that is important. That's an important part of this because when there are times in your life that those things happen, like you can either choose to move on and just throw it out there and walk away or it's something that you like start to nail down. For so, sure. After that, and you were like, sure. And then I was like, okay. that's how we roll. Well, you text yeah. me and you're like, should we do this? And I'm like, yeah. And then that's how yeah. we started businesses <laughs> yeah. and started podcasts because it is an idea. And most people could be like, yeah, like, I mean, it could be something, but like, it probably won't. But we've always thought of it like, we should do that. And then somehow our two brains are like, yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> like, let's do it. Yes. Well, I think there's a big thing there that is like, what do you have to lose? And there was really nothing. So mm-hmm. there were a couple of restrictors. Okay. So we start, the picture comes. I'm like, we should do that. You're like, yeah. And once you said, yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to fucking figure this out. Mm-hmm. So what What do we do? And we 
I mean, we have a business, we build houses, but I mean, I didn't start the business and I don't mm-hmm. run the business. I mean, I do like work with Adam on the business, but the beginnings of it were completely unknown to me and I had no idea. And so it was like, well, fuck it. I mean, really? Mm -hmm. So I started to search for other t-shirt companies because I had no idea where to even begin. I mean, other than finding t-shirts and getting them printed, but I had no clue. Mm -hmm. So it started with, um, well, it started with indie brands. So they were always, I mean, even now, the way that they run their business and the the like theme and the outdoorsy side of it is something that I still really admire. And we never wanted to be them, but they were always something to like work toward. So yeah, it was so indie, indie brand, brand. Indie brand is like a clothing or they're similar to Okanopo, but they sell t-shirts and almost all of their t-shirts are about the outdoors and the environment. And they're just graphic tees that they've sold and created a very large business from. Yes. And, and you had bought me shirts from them. You had always shopped there. So you knew of them yeah, from being they were like just a previous funny, customer. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So that was one. And then another one was the Bee and the Fox mm-hmm. because I had seen their stuff, like whatever the one is, like, um, tough as a mother. Or, yeah, theirs are more know. like feminist centered. Yeah, like mom empowering, but vintagey. Yeah. And I just I like the design of both of them. So I started there, and then I worked backwards. So I tried to find anything that I could on them, telling like what they did and how they started. And I think, well, and at the same time, I was really listening to a lot of. There's like a lot of hype on, you know, side hustle and mm-hmm. running another business. So like at the same time, I was learning a lot about um, online marketplaces and that kind of stuff. So it all kind of comes together. But people will tell you to do your research, but they don't really ever tell you like what you need to research. Mm-hmm. And I think the path forward for us was just finding the brands we like and then working backwards from that. And so I listened to podcasts with the people who started those businesses, like talking about how they started and how it happened. And so that was the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then like you were going to school and I mean, yeah, I'd like just left for college when we had, it was like right at the end of summer when it was this idea. And that's also why when when you texted me and were like, should we start a business? I was like, yeah, for sure. But I also knew that I was leaving for school and like three weeks after that. And so I always kind of thought like, is this really going to be anything? Because that is like the perfect recipe or storm to not follow through with something or not start something because I wasn't there and I was leaving. And then it's like, not only are we running a business, but we're running a business remotely. Like we couldn't meet in person. I was obviously a full-time college student. So then I also debated or like really second guess, like, is this actually going to be something? Yes. Yeah. So I think that that's another really important part is that when we came up with the structure for our business, the different pieces that we had to put into place, the one thing we needed to know was how we could run this business with like 
I mean, I have kids and other jobs mm-hmm. at that point, and you were leaving for school. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, let's start this business. But how how do you do that? So it had to be something that Almost that we itself. could do. Yes. And so. Yeah, because it wasn't like that was we also knew early on, like keeping inventory and shipping stuff ourselves was never going to be something we could do. No. Because you couldn't do it by yourself at your house with your kids. I obviously was zero help being in a completely different state. And so that was also like we really structured it around like how could we function this business with neither of us having a lot of time to run it. Yes. So that is where like things were different for us from the other brand, like the brand research I had done because these people like got the shirts and found printers and shipped shirts. And it was like, we're never doing that. Mm -hmm. And I think I was, we were like building a house. I was like living in my dad's basement too with like our whole family. And it was like, what the hell are we doing? (laughs) But then I, so then this other side of like the, podcasts I was listening to like Tim Ferriss and he was talking about how to like four hour work week stuff, which is like how to have passive income and make money without like having to do a whole bunch of stuff. And so everything kind of just came together when we found Printful. So Mm -hmm. Printful is a drop shipping, um, fulfillment center. I don't even know the right words, how to describe yeah, it. I would but say it's that a fulfillment it, center. Um, Primful was the only reason that we were able to start our business at all. So once I knew that we could have a place that would print shirts and we didn't have to front the, um, the costs of the shirts. So when someone would buy a shirt. And this is what Printful, drop shipping is. Yes, Printful would get the order and then they would print the shirt and then they would ship it. So we would never see it. Now, um, there are a couple things there that I think are important to touch on. Mm -hmm. The first thing is even when I found Printful, no one that was using Printful wanted to talk about or let their customers know that that's what they were using. And this, this is something that bothers me a lot in a lot of business it's um especially retail because it's it's manipulation Mm -hmm. what it is so like they didn't want anyone to know that they weren't seeing this stuff and so from the very beginning for us it was important to me that when we built the website too we put that right in the thing like Mm -hmm. Where these we have a fulfillment, they're printing and shipping. Like so, we weren't trying to. Yes, we weren't trying to hide that. No, Mm -hmm. and so, and I think it's funny even now. Like I'm still in some groups, like on socials with people who use Printful, and like conversations will come up sometimes about like. I think these guys are doing it too. And it's like, it shouldn't matter as long as the quality is good. But then that's another side of this, that the quality in dropshipping, like it was scary Mm because we would never see what people were getting. And sometimes it was shit. Mm -hmm. Like we've gotten pictures of stuff that is not great. And 
there's that was stressful too. Pros and cons to drop shipping. There still is huge pros and cons to drop shipping. Yeah, for sure. So, so the other thing okay. I want to just explain beforehand because we yep. so drop shipping, like you said, is we never saw the inventory. So once a customer went onto our website, they bought a T-shirt, they printed it, packaged it, shipped it. It was never something we had to do. But to counter that, like the reason, obviously, like we didn't want to ship anything like that and it saved us from doing that. But it also, we never had to buy inventory. So that was the other thing I feel like was the biggest discussion at the beginning is because when you start a business, like you don't know if you're going to sell one shirt or you're going to sell 500 shirts. And we had no idea the numbers of anything. And so it's such a safe option at the beginning because then you're not spending hundreds of dollars on inventory and shirts that you aren't sure if you're going to sell. You're not buying a printer. You're not buying. There's not a lot of overhead that you need right at the beginning. And so that's why I it was so I forgot I looked safe. at buying a printer too. Yeah. Was like thousands we'll just- of dollars. <laughs> Every time I kept looking at stuff, I was like, well, we should just do this ourselves and this ourselves and this ourselves. But that was why it was so nice at the beginning, because even if we literally sold one T-shirt, like we were not out money that we would have if we tried to start this business and it failed and we did it by ourselves or shipping it. So we didn't have inventory. There was a big safety there. So I don't think we touched on that, but that was also really big. And I remember that being like, One was time. We didn't have the time to ship things or do any of that. But the other really big thing was that drop shipping was just such a safe option to go from the get go. Yes. Okay. So I think you're right. And we kind of have to like go back. I don't want to get too far into this Mm -hmm. printful and product rabbit hole because I think we could, we'll like loop back to that. So if we go back to, Starting the business. So once I found Printful, it was like, fuck, we can just do this. Like, who cares? So I like told you, and then it was time to start finding design. So Mm -hmm. that like opens up this whole other thing because um, we're not graphic designers. Like you're a, I don't know, what are you, a photographer? Yeah, I am not a graphic designer. I think you... But is your career of choice, if I have to label you, like, a content creator? I like that one better. (laughs) Technically, I'm more of a videographer than a photographer, I think. But also... (laughs) Well, I think think so, too. You could have been... I could. You are a graphic designer. Like, you could design things. I knew nothing. I still know nothing about graphic design. But all but. of that came from learning. So yes, yeah, I think right. there's another really, okay. If, if anybody gets anything out of this in the end, I think the two main themes really are number one, anyone can start a business. And if you want to start a t-shirt or some sort of retail shop online, you can literally do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But the second part of that is you just have to be willing to like make mistakes and learn the stuff because For sure. when it started, it was like, I don't, I don't know how to do this. So we hired someone, one of our, so I just downloaded Adobe and started like playing Illustrator. because I knew how I wanted. Yes. Adobe I knew how I wanted like, yes. So all of them, I downloaded all of them though. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't know at first if I needed to oh, learn like Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it was like, how do we even do this? And then it's like a long time researching 
Okay, what does that look like? But we have no formal design training, no formal business training. No, like, this is all just... I had uh, just graduated high school. I knew literally nothing. <laughs> I was worthless. <laughs> like, I knew but nothing. I didn't, so... <laughs> So I think that there's something there, too, about, um, you know, like feeling like you have to go to college and get this business degree. And obviously, I mean, we've, we've, we're going to talk about college next time. So, I mean, I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole either. But, like, people kind of convince you that you have to go to college and get a degree in, like, business or being an entrepreneur. Or they tell you, like... You have to write a business plan to like have this all written out. And and that's all fine and great if you're like going through the normal channels and you need a business loan. Yeah. But we didn't need that. Mm -mm. So we were able to just like come together and go, okay, this is how we can do it. Let's let's settle on a name. So we just created like a note in on Apple, whatever, our phones, and shared the note and then just back went back and forth writing words. Yes. I, mean, I love I did love that process. And it's funny because we've never ever talked about like why we wanted to name it Okanopal, but like it was a list of some like just cool words we liked. And it started with that. I remember that Pine and Ivy was one I really liked at the beginning too. And I don't remember mm -hmm. why we steered. I think there was a different business that was similar to that, but it was once we decided we were going to start this business, it was an iPhone note. And it was like just a list of words we saw on Pinterest or in the dictionary or just cool things like that. But I think the reason, I mean, obviously we just liked Oak and Opal and the way it sounded, but it was also kind of like Oak is nature and Opal is kind of girly. And it was, there was no other reasoning besides, because I have had people ask me, they're like, what does Oak and Opal mean? And I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it no. was cool. I'm like, that was it. It was just a jumble of words and we were putting two and two together and Oak and yeah. Opal was just what we landed on and there was no other reason behind it. Yeah. And it's funny to me how like as time goes on, I feel like we've outgrown that too. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is just part of the evolution of like starting this business and learning all we did and then getting to a point where it's like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah, Which well, because even is how we're going to end this. So I probably shouldn't. Well, when I told my mom that we were starting a podcast, she like couldn't get over the fact that we weren't continuing Oak and Opal. She's like, you have started this brand and like you have a following. You created this like structural business around Oak and Opal. And she was like, why, how can you switch it? And I was like, because now we're just two dudes. Like, I don't know. There's no other, re <laughs> like it didn't fit us, but it's still like it does. And it, I love Oak and Opal still, but it is funny because it was, it's almost like we just outgrew it. Yes, we it just needed to, to change. Yeah. Yes. And right now, even where we're at, again, I mean, we can touch on this later, but I I am really happy. I like how we've tried to meld the two things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Okinopal, we come once we have a name, then it's like We understood that printful was an option, and so we have to go from there. Yes. So we nailed down a logo. 
Mm-hmm. And that was super easy. Like the most minimal graphic design that I had to do is what we did. Like mm-hmm. we found a font and we put it with a picture and we like bought the stuff. So creative market is another um, thing that I don't know. I don't know what professional graphic designers do. I have no idea. I'm always, I always try to be really careful about copying anyone's stuff. So I don't do that. And if there's any chance, I probably um, err to the side of overpaying for someone else's art than mm-hmm. I do for taking the chance that we could have any kind of copyright thing. So creative market is one place where it has been um, really helpful to get on there and find anything that I don't feel like making. So creative market, like we could buy fonts for our t-shirts and we could buy small graphics or they would come in like packs of florals or things like that. But creative market was just this place where you could go and scroll and save like all of these fonts and all of these, and then you could buy the rights for them. So like you could buy the rights to print them on like 200 shirts or 500 shirts or whatever it was. Yeah. So even just finding that like really opened things pretty wide for us because we didn't have to create or draw the fonts. We didn't have to create or design the elements. I could just pull them and put them together. And I want to emphasize, I am not a graphic designer. I do not <laughs> know how to do a lot of things. I It is the bare minimum to put this stuff together and put it on shirts. Mm-hmm. And I like it. And that was that was part of the fun of it, like doing the art and finding the things and then taking the pictures. Okay, so we start and we're like, start with, I don't even know how many, like five designs. Yeah, it was like girl power, Saturdays are for the boys. But so that was the other thing. We had an iPhone. We like run our entire life on iPhone notes, I feel like. We just started note yeah. and we share it and it's everything. But yep. we had started a note and I think we brainstormed like 500 or like not 500, but like easily 100 ideas for shirts. So I think Girl Power was like very first on the list. Girl Power was, yes, the and, very first one. And also, honestly, the easiest to create. Yes. Because and it was our like, favorite still. I Well, yeah, my favorite. Yes. No, me too. So, and part of that was um, just like knowing we liked the girl power saying and having seen it everywhere and then just trying to figure out what what looked best. And I just remember you being like, I've always liked the really big and blocky looking stuff. So it mm-hmm. was like, okay. And that was really fast and really easy. And then- yeah. So we had a list. Uh, it was girl power, like Saturdays are for the boys- send it. There was just all of these different. So I feel like we had sat down and we were like, we need six shirts or whatever it was. Like we needed yeah. something to base right off the beginning. Like we're, we're like, when we launched this, like we have to, there was no planet B and we had to have at least a few designs for people to understand like what it was, where it yes. was going, like what the type of shirts was, were going to be like. And so we had sat down and you had designed, I think it was like five or six shirts right from the beginning. But that was like our biggest thing was we just had to nail down a list of a few. And there was a list of ideas that we had, but we really focused on just getting enough that it wasn't too much 
but it was also enough that people, it wasn't just like we started with one t-shirt that we were trying to sell. Yes. And I think even the designs that we have, just as you are listing them, all kind of illustrate something that I think was important in the creation of this. And that is like girl power. We knew that that was going to be like the heart of what we were doing. But then Mm -hmm. we also like Saturdays are for the boys. That was just funny. And it mm-hmm. was like something that you guys had said at the slides or mm-hmm. I I don't like you being at the slide and seeing Mount Rushmore. And it was just like, it just seemed funny. And Saturdays are for the boys was such a stupid saying. Because it had Mount Rushmore, boys, but it was, yeah. yeah like well, it was just so when, dumb. So, so we when, wanted to like make fun of it. And I vividly remember when I was explaining the idea to you, I had to explain how like, Okay, well, at college, there's like frat boys who have posters in their dorms that say Saturdays are for the boys. And it's like this slogan and they all slam beer and all this stuff. And I was trying to explain it to you. And I was like, we're going to do that, but it's going to have Mount Rushmore on it. And like (laughs) to us, yeah, it was so us. It was like funny and it was like kind of like making fun of this saying that boys do. But it was also like South Dakota and home and yeah. Yeah, which even now, just talking through, I still, yes. (laughs) So, and it's still funny. And okay, so there's a couple things here with just that lineup. Like first, I think it got to the heart of what we wanted to be and what we wanted to say and what we wanted to do. So that was part of it. The other side of that, as far as like building the business was like, I didn't draw Mount Rushmore. So Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't create no planet B and I did send it and girl power because those were really easy fonts. And I was just learning, like I had no idea how to do anything yep. else in illustrator. So, um, I think printful had the service. So we God. just tried a bunch <laughs> of different things. So printful had the service and they drew Mount Rushmore. They helped with that one. And I'm then just and about I, the nope. I know. I know. I know you're okay, so already. you guys, we did. So we had entered like a contest, and it. So it was Primful that offered it. Or no, was it okay. a different. I feel like it was. Yeah. So okay, we did. Primful did Saturdays are for the boys. So we tested them out. Then. Um, no planet B, we went to 99 designs and that is somewhere where you can go and like pitch your project. And then you have all these designers create stuff and then you kind of narrow it down and then you pay them and whatever. And then we also, are you laughing about the, the, the the girl, the the creepy drawing one? Yes. So we, so we, we pitched (laughs) our another. And no, I'm talking about the no planet B. Okay. Okay. So we pitched this idea and we knew we wanted a shirt that said no planet B on it, but it was also, yeah, right at the beginning, you didn't know a lot about illustrator. I knew literally nothing. And so we wanted this shirt that had like planets, but the earth and we didn't really know. So we pitched this idea and we like essentially sent it out to graphic designers or it's like this contest thing. And you say like, we want a shirt that says no planet B. Like our envision is environmental, like earth, planets. And you I just realized I was you, thinking of a different one. Oh my god. So you wait and so like 
I think like five people can enter. So graphic designers can go on the website. They see this idea and they pitch an idea. And so we finally got our first one and we were so fucking stoked. I was like, dude, I can't wait to see what people come up with. Like, I'm so excited. (laughs) And we opened this file and someone wrote like the plan B pill and it just said no planet B, but it was like plan B. And then it was like the fucking like plan B box on this thing. And it had like the earth on it, which even now that I'm thinking about it, it might be just so fucking funny hilarious. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no plan at B. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. I just, and I remember it was like the first one we got, and we had just such high hopes. And I was like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we can't. Yes. This is going, like, we shouldn't have done this. I think we had to pay to enter the contest for, like, five whatever drawings. Yes. And I was like, we just wasted our money. That was so fucking stupid. But then we did yep. get one that we liked, and it was fine. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I thought <laughs> what you were laughing at was we also, in that same batch, so we tried to use as many different options as we could. Like, mm-hmm. I made some. We did Printful. We did 99 Designs. And then also Upwork or, like... I think it was Upwork. Mm -hmm. So it's like a place where all these freelancers go and you can like pitch them a job. And I like found this guy that I liked his drawings and we pitched him like we wanted um, like girls of different ages and it was going to say that's what and then she said or whatever. Mm -hmm. And even now that I'm saying it, it's like better that it didn't work out this way. But that's not how it felt at the time because, like, he sent back the first one and we were like, what the fuck? We can't put this on a shirt. And that one costs the most. It was like, you have to agree. It was like $200. And do you remember the no, ladies I don't like remember. look like skeletons? Oh, uh, I don't know. But I just remember the no planet B. I don't remember that one. But yeah. So so we then tried I like went back options. and forth. What I said, we really did try all of our options at the beginning. Like yes. there was no structure. Like we we went all out on all different limbs. Like we were yes. spread across because we didn't know. No. And that's the other thing now. Like looking back, well, like yeah, now I know. We could have done this much easier. But at the time, it was like, I don't know. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We'll just figure it out. So this dude made this shirt, and it was just terrible. So that was when we ended up just paying for and then never using because Mm -hmm. it just wasn't anything we could print. So we got the shirts, and then... um. We set up the accounts with Printful and Shopify was like the best online marketplace. And those two things without getting into too much tech could talk to each other. And so then- Shopify was what we ran our website on. So like to just to sum it up, so these like yep. if anyone listening ever wanted to do it, like we got a Shopify account and that was our website. And so like I could go on and I could buy a girl power t-shirt and that's through Shopify. They take the money. They, that's how the, it just runs on your website. And then Shopify would send that through to Printful. Printful would fulfill package and ship the shirt to you. So we had all of that set up before we ordered the shirts, obviously. And then we had to photograph them. That was, I feel oh, like yeah. the next step. Okay. 
So we did have to order, we had to order samples of everything. So mm-hmm. we ordered the samples and then... We needed them um, for photos, obviously just to have on our website and for social media. But we also were testing, I because I remember like at the beginning, we were ordering every shirt in like three different options because we were ordering send it on like three different t-shirts and we liked the color on some and then some of them the coloring like the red looked orange or I didn't like the fit of the girl power so I remember Mm -hmm. being at in your dad's basement because you guys were living there when you built the house (laughs) and I would go over there in the dream yeah and we would get big boxes of because we could order like when you run the store you got obviously like you could order things for cheaper than like what a customer would and or at like cost value and we were ordering multiple different styles because I, rem- I remember we would go over there and we would both try on the shirts and be like okay I don't like this one I do like this one and that's how we really narrowed down what we were printing on because we did try order them and try them and see how we liked them when they were on and in person yeah so that's a good point that I totally forgot uh mm-hmm. Printful has tons of blanks so they have tons of blank shirts they have tons of coffee mugs they have prints and their their prints their prints are actually probably my favorite i was um, gonna say i think so too i still have my big girl power i tell you this i have the girl power print and like the biggest size and like i will take it to every place we live it's just huge and i i love 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 their prints Yes, and they're so nice. They're printed well. The quality of paper is good. Like, all of that is great. So when it comes to t-shirts, so, I mean, this is like a little bit of a side tangent, but, I mean, 90% of what you're buying pretty much anywhere in t-shirts are all similar brands that um, they're called white label. So the brands like Gildan makes your shirt and then people take the Gildan tag off and mm-hmm. rebrand it like their own, which is fine. And it is part of what we do at Okanopo. We have them rebrand and print our tags in. But it's also it's also been pretty eye-opening to like order you know, a $50 sort t-shirt of, from someplace that we yes. know then we're like, that's Gildan. Like that's yeah. Yeah. And, and finding shirts that fit. So, I mean, this gets into, we'll touch on that later and why, mm-hmm. why we've kind of moved away from that. But the point is there are a lot of different options, um, more for men. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost everything is unisex. If I, could change one thing about Printful, it would be like get some high quality women's shirts that fit like we want them to fit, mm-hmm. which is not like long and narrow, but like a little bit wider and boxier yep. cut, whatever. So anyway, that you're right. So we ordered the samples and then we got them and then we went to the Badlands. <laughs> So we, I just remember I was laughing because we were like, dude, this feels like starting. so long ago and so, such a different, it, different it does. Like, people. Yeah, I was going to say, because I remember like, you know, okay, most people when you start a business and like, I'm thinking right now, if, if I were to start a business right now in Colorado or like if really anyone I knew is starting a business, like they're going to pick like all of their friends or like 
people who like their age and they're like who like to post shit on Instagram or like be in front of the camera and they're gonna go take them out to like a studio or a cool place and we went to the Badlands and it was literally our family it was like Grandma Pat, Ellery, Lyndon, you, my mom yeah and then I think Alexis was there I think Alexis was like my one friend but it was literally our family but it's almost like it's what made it better. Like I even look back at those photos and like, oh, and Avenda was there, my other cousin. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at like the very first video we ever posted with Oak and Opal, it was literally our family plus Alexis. And yeah. there, there wasn't like we had all of these girls who were, but that was like also what we loved about it at the beginning was like one of my very favorite like photos that we've ever done for marketing for Oak and Opal. Like we've done cool like pink backdrops with my friends and all this stuff but like I think my favorite photo is Ellery or I mean Lyndon sitting on Grandma Pat's lap in the Badlands and they're both wearing girl power shirts yeah and it was like it can go all the way from a three-year-old at the time to like a grandparent and that was we didn't really have this like as we've grown and like we started to time evolved like we obviously have like a demographic and we know like we have this age group that it targets but at the beginning like we knew nothing like we didn't know who was gonna buy shirts we didn't know if we were gonna sell kid shirts or adult shirts or people my age shirts and that was was so cool about it like we didn't really go in like we are only targeting 20 some year old girls we just wanted to target really girls in general there was no limit to that well yeah, I feel like my biggest struggle with Okanobel and with this podcast and with everything we do is like trying to figure out how the fuck it's relevant to me as well because I'm like old and have no, children <laughs> and you were like going to college and like I'm like it's like me grappling with this feeling <laughs> like I'm just this old creepy person no. on the fringes. So we t- we no. took pictures Yep. And the original video, which even when I think about that stuff too, it's just funny to think of how different the stuff is that you make now mm-hmm. versus versus like the first iteration of our website. Well, that's also like what I told you is when like we it's started, all cringy. <laughs> yes, and like when we started Oak and Opal, like I was still in school I was using like one of my mom's old cameras this is before I literally did anything photography and videography related like I kind of liked doing it but like I'd obviously never shot a wedding before or done like I had no experience and so obviously now like I do it full-time it's my job and so that was also like I feel like once we started to get to the end of it and like when we thought about transitioning to a podcast and like removing things from the site, like I couldn't even look at the photos that we had taken because I was like, <laughs> those are so fucking ugly. Like I edited them on Visco. Like, but that's the other thing is if it's not like you had to you were a graphic designer and I was a really good photographer and <laughs> we started this business and we marketed it well. Like I was literally taking pictures on my mom's old camera, editing them on Visco and we were just posting them to Instagram. Like there was no. And so now when I look back at them, I was like, God, our website, like we have to remove all of those because I hate those pictures. Like I would never take something like that, but it's how it started. And neither of us had any knowledge on 
anything that we were doing. It's not like, okay, we just didn't know a lot about graphic design. Like we didn't know how to fucking pay sales tax. I didn't know how anything about marketing. <laughs> I didn't know how to take pictures. You didn't know how to design. Like we literally knew nothing, nothing. Yes. Okay. So I had built a website and was kind of working with my friend, helping her build a few websites and writing the content. So I'd say that was the only thing that when it came to building the Shopify site, I was like, oh, we can, I can do this. Cause I had built the Bowdoin website on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is another really, it's like a really big or really empowering thing that I think everyone can do. And that is you can get, if you want to do something or you want to build a website, you can do it. Like you just have to get on and look through the stuff or watch the tutorials or whatever, but all the information is there and you can build it on your own, your own site. And I think sometimes, so always on my heart has been like, it would really be great if we could encourage other people to start businesses, Mm -hmm. other girls who feel like, I don't even know, like you're in college and you just want some side income. So lately I feel like, especially with COVID, I'll be looking, um, like anytime you search, how can you make money from home? How can you, like people don't have jobs. Anytime you look at a website or you Google, how can you make like an extra thousand dollars a month to whether it's you want extra income or you want the freedom to work on your own or to work from home, or you want to pay off student loans or anything like that, like running an e-commerce site and starting your own business is always on the list. But I do feel like so many people think it's so unattainable and they can't do it, but it isn't. And it's even like what you were saying about the website. Like I remember when I started my photography business, like I was like, oh, I'll take senior pictures for people in Rapid or I'll do a few wedding videos a year. But then it's like once I realized how fucking easy it was and like I know nothing about anything. I didn't go to school for I went to school for like a year and a half and I learned literally nothing. I was taking neuroscience and psychology classes. Like there was nothing about photography or business but podcasts and YouTube and the internet. Like I made a website and I learned how to market and I did sales tax and I got a sales tax ID. And so all of that, I also think made it easier because we had done Oak and Opal, but like it is so fucking easy. And if you just do it and you listen to a podcast like this to get the ball rolling and then you look at YouTube videos and things like that, literally anyone can do it. And I feel like that is the whole purpose of us coming on here because even last week we talked about like, it is sad because I do feel like so many people who run businesses are men or they think only men Mm -hmm. can be successful CEOs or Mm -hmm. run a successful business from their house. But like girls can too. Girls can do it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Way better. Like they can be creative and know all of these things. And yes. Oh, Okay, well, so I that gets that, into like shit. There's so much that there's like know, five uh, tangents I, I need was, to go well, off on. I was on also going to say like, okay, so we talked about like how it started, and then Printful and Shopify creating designs, marketing them. We also though did meet with an attorney, and we did yep. get an LLC set up, 
and we got a tax yep. ID. And so that was also okay. stuff we did so before I, we launched the business. Yes. So that is an important part to talk about too, because I think for me, so I'll just speak based on our experience. Mm-hmm. For me, the most daunting part of doing this was the stuff that I had to talk to someone else about doing. For sure. Because the rest of it, it was like, you yeah, it out I can build the and- website. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can order the shirts. Yeah, I can Google this. But, but it was meeting like- with someone, then you're like, I don't want to sound stupid. And I feel like I have yes. to know what I'm doing before I go talk <laughs> yes. to them. Oh, I know. And I fucked it all up anyway. So when we started, you need a business license. Mm-hmm. And really, it seems like a really daunting thing. And once I did it once. I've done it like three times since because it's not and it's fine. Mm -hmm. So you need a business license and you need to determine your structure. And there are all kinds of things that you can Google and figure that out. Explain where you got the business license. It was just online, correct? Yeah. Just the South Dakota. Okay. Yep. I mean, Department of Labor or something maybe, but, and then we needed a federal EIN, which is like your Tax license yep. number. And there are, you know what? I'm going to find a link to, there was like a guide on the South Dakota business site mm-hmm. that kind of like, I just printed it and I just followed that. So first we structured as a partnership, which is a pretty loose, um, mm-hmm. it was it was kind of the easiest thing to do. Yep. So we were structured as a partnership, but there are some things there that scared me because um because we have another business mm-hmm. and I, I didn't I mean in worse comes to worse we like get sued because I don't I don't even know how, why someone would sue over a t-shirt but something happens and um like I we needed to protect ourselves mm-hmm. so but I didn't know that at first. So we structured as a partnership. We went to the bank. We like signed the stuff, opened a bank business account, and then that was it. And that also is doable for anyone. Yeah, I was going like, to say that also really stressed me out. But I vividly remember me and you going to a bank in Rapid and we sat down and we were like, we don't really know what we're doing. And the person there was like, perfect. Like, I'll walk you through it. And we opened up, I think we were there for like 30 minutes. We opened up a bank account. We had to put like, we each did like $1,000 into this account or something. And we both got a debit card and it was that simple. It was just one step we had to do. But you look online, you figure out how to do it. You go to a bank. And also like people are there to help you. And that was the other thing I always loved. It was like every time when we met at the bank, when we met with Kelsey to go over the business structure, like every single time we would go in and be like, we don't really know what we're doing. And they were always like, perfect. Like, let me help you. That is their job. And so that's one other thing is I feel like if there's one big thing we learned is like, you don't have to know it all from the beginning because you will figure it out along the way, whether that's someone else helping you or you find something along the way or you learn from a mistake. Like we didn't know it all going in, but everyone is going to help you and wants to help you. And any conversation we ever had with anyone, it was like they liked when we just literally said we don't know what we're doing 
And then we were just an open slate and they could do their job and they could help us walk through it. And it was great. We also live in South Dakota and people are really fucking nice. But still, like in, <laughs> in general, people are willing to help you. Well, and I think that part of it is getting over. I mean, every time we do something, it's like getting over this fear of mm -hmm. whatever it is. So it's like, can we start this business? Like, sure, but I'm scared that it won't work or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, if that's the worst thing that can happen, like big fucking deal. And then it's like, I'm scared. I'm going to set up the structure wrong. So maybe we just don't do it. But it's like, no, just do what you can. And then we went to the bank and I was like, I don't know if we've got this right. And she's like, oh no, this is fine. No big deal. We'll go through the stuff. And then and then thankfully, we are friends with a super kind attorney who specializes in business stuff and like runs her own business and is a fucking, I don't know, badass. badass. <laughs> yeah, yes. And she was like, hey, I can help you with that. And I was like, okay. And I was so nervous. But it's always nervous because I think we're going to look stupid. Like, these people are going to think like we're just starting this business and have no idea what we're doing. It's like, fuck yeah, we were, we, we didn't know. <laughs> yes. But like, why do I care what like, and it's getting over that. That was, um, that was the hardest for me because it wasn't like we were coming in and knew everything, but no one does. Like no. you can listen to all kinds of people who have started all kinds of businesses. And in the beginning, they're all like, oh, I didn't fucking know. So we just started. And For sure. it's just the starting. And then the, the other part of that was, so we went to the attorney. She helped us re restructure and we mm -hmm. needed, we needed help there. Like yeah. I couldn't have done that. And we restructured as an LLC. I think if I had to do it again, I would just structure most things that way. Mm -hmm. But if you're a sole proprietor or a partnership, like that works too. You just mm -hmm. go as you go and change. Yep. And then the other part was you mentioned the thousand bucks. And I think when it was all said and done, I think I had spent $1,500 on shirts, uh, website, uh, and Oh, the designs. I don't remember what other startup costs we really had, but that was pretty much it. And then you threw in 1500 just so we were equal partners. Yep. So I think we definitely could have started this business for under $500 mm -hmm. if we had started smaller or with less designs or if we hadn't you know, wasted during contests where we got plain yeah. B pills. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I mean, we could have done it differently, but you definitely can start something for less and it doesn't have to be a t-shirt store. No. Like there are, so I think that that is another thing that we learned as we went. So we, as we went, we were like, okay, we want better t-shirts. So we started working with a printer in Sioux Falls and we could pick the shirts we wanted and then they printed and then they shipped them to us and then we had inventory. And once we had inventory, it got to a point where we needed to decide. Okay, wait, time out. 
I, I want it to be. I want to backtrack once because. Okay. Yep. So well, we're at an hour right now. So I do want, I feel like we really talked about what or how Oak and Opal started and the steps that we got there. So ultimately it was a decision. We wanted to start a business and we went for it. And then we did the research and we figured out we could link Printful to Shopify and we could run things with minimal inventory, minimal effort. We did the designs. We got inventory sent to us. We picked the shirts that we liked. We photographed them. We met with someone and we set up a bank account, a tax ID number. We set it up as an LLC. We had all of the business structure kind of set up. We had an Instagram, we had a website, we had photos. And that was how we launched it and we got to a point where we launched it. So Yeah, good. That was a good summary. Yeah, we, well, we just went over it. It was fresh in my mind. Okay, <laughs> but then now I'm wondering, so, because we are at an hour and I feel like all of that was really great. And so like, yeah. we just talked about, okay, this is how we started Okanopal. Then the process of, once it started and the feedback we got, the mistakes yep. we made, all of those decisions, that is a totally other thing. When we realized we wanted to switch past, closing the store, yep. all of that stuff, like the different things we did when it was opened, marketing, all of that, like that could be a whole different one. And I yep. feel like we could make that a part two. Okay, so let's... So that was part one. Anyone yes. can start a fucking business. Literally any of you can start a business. And you should. And you should, you should not be scared. And if you have a question, like, I don't care if you email us. I don't, Mm -hmm. I can't promise I'll get back to you right away because I don't check the email like I should. But I think, like, I don't care answering any, I'll answer any question you have. There's never been any part of this that we felt like we needed to hide or not be completely honest about. And I think that's how all businesses should run. So sure. whatever. And I think okay. that, so we'll upload this podcast, but we can try to like um, in the comments or like in the, I don't know if you can link something in the the podcast description. Again, we also know nothing about this business either. <laughs> By the way, we don't fucking have any idea how to podcast, so yeah. we get that, that sometimes a this sucks. Week. Yeah. It's painful for us too. <laughs> but we'll do. If you said I found that thing on like how to start, a, like we can maybe try and maybe yep. even if it's in our Instagram story or something. But we'll link that source. Yeah, I'll probably write a blog post on our okay. website. That's probably the easiest place to. I mean, I know. No, everybody just wants to go to Instagram, but um, I think that's probably the best place to like, yeah, put any um, references, and we'll just start it, and then as we go, if we need to add more, because mm-hmm. I know there's stuff I'm forgetting, but for sure, no, I just feel like starting Okanopal was like such a fun and rewarding time, and like in hindsight, you look back and like. We'll talk about it in this next podcast of like, then we'll discuss once we started the business, what it was like, the pros, the cons, why we decided we wanted to step away from it, all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. But like, it was such a fun time when we were like meeting to do designs and starting to do our first posts and things like that. And so it was such like a fun and rewarding experience. And 
we want more people to be able to do it. And that's the reason because we easily could have just closed the doors on Okanopal and been like, we just want to talk on a podcast about other things and we want to leave it behind. But like, I think both of us also realize like how easy, but also rewarding it could be. And so that is the whole reason like we want to be able to show people like it is so fucking easy and anyone can do it. And so like this whole podcast today was just explaining how we got started. And then the next podcast will be what it was like once we were in Okanopal. Mm-hmm. Where where we were and where we're going next. <laughs> where, 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 where we're going. <laughs>